Hey y'all, it's Flowers. I want to thank you for making the choice to download this episode of YLab. I'm very blessed to have had a good friend of mine over. Amanda Douglas is like a little sister to me, and we talk about a lot of things. We're all over the place, and we're catching up. So bear with us. We go through a lot of environments, a lot of history, a lot of nows, and a lot of the future, but there's some real gems, and she's a really very special human. Everyone that comes into contact her will tell you that. So I'm very blessed and very grateful to be able to share our conversation with you today. Again, we have a lot of history and we have a lot of fun. There's a lot of giggles, so bear with us. We're very grateful that you tuned in today and made the choice to listen to YLab and please stick with us. It's a it's a really fun conversation and I'm really grateful to be able to share it with you. So thank you very much. To make the choice to listen to the podcast, whether you're driving your car, or the gym, or whatever you're doing, listening to your Air, AirPods or, or your earbuds, and thank you for for taking the time to listen to the Why Lab. This is my personal journey with some of my dearest friends when we sit down and have a face-to-face and honest conversation and try to share positive, complimentary things about each other, and also dig in and unpack some of the things that make us unique about how we make choices and specifically um, want to engage and have the the human-human face contact because too often, and we still, here we are today (laughs) with all these toys, is when we get stressful or sometimes we're faced with big decisions, a lot of times we forget that there are a lot of people supporting us and we turn to the devices and some of our history and the things that we've made these decisions so this is kind of my attempt to help me along my journey and also the byproduct of that is I get to sit down with some really cool people (laughs) and and be better friends with them so uh, today I have with me a very special guest uh, a dear friend of mine that has been part of my life for the last I don't know, eight, nine years, yeah. close to a decade. Um, oral traveler. <laughs> Where do I start? A, a CrossFit Games athlete. Um, let's go with an amazing kids coach, volunteer, uh, an activist, a <laughs> a Texas gal. <laughs> At, At heart, absolutely. I have to get that one in. Um, <laughs> And I wanted to sit down today because I wanted to frame up a little bit, A, you can introduce, but B, I want to really um, dig into a little bit about some of the things that you're about to embark upon and have just gone through because it is some major stuff happening in your life. (laughs) And we're going to get to that. But uh, Amanda Douglas is here today in the Y Lab, and I'm very grateful. And I love you for joining and taking time out of your day to be here. I love you. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so stoked. Uh, stoked. You caught me at a really good time. (laughs) I did. Why would you say that? What do you mean? Because I'm only in town for a month. Oh, I know. Well, so the month that I can. (laughs) Well, let's jump into that because you're here for a month. And that was, I saw you post something on your social media, Instagram page, Mm. uh, DJ Dougie Doug. I (laughs) For all those mm-hmm. kids out there, um, you you were in town. I wasn't even aware you were in town. I saw your post and I texted you. I was like, "Are you in Los yeah. Angeles?" Like, yeah, really. I had like just landed. Oh, like I got in town Wednesday, I think, and you were texting me, and I was like, "I coach Monday," and you're like, "Cool, oh. we'll be there." Yeah. <laughs> well, and and so you have some of the OG brick CrossFit. Mm-hmm people coming out of the woodworks to come see Amanda for the next few weeks at yeah. CrossFit. How does that feel? <laughs> it feels like it, surreal. It's a weird transition. So yeah. 
uh, take it back. I, I moved out to L.A. when I, in 2007. I was 17 years old, and I was just, it seemed easy because that was, you know, just what you do when you're 17. You just, like, find yourself. So I moved out to L.A. At and, 17? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I did not know that. Yeah. Wow. And um, through that, um, I've met some of the most incredible people. I have all my best friends I've known for, like, 10 years. I've moved around L.A., uh, I had my heart broken here. I pursued acting and then changed careers to fitness because I found out it was my true passion. I've just like grown so much as a human. <laughs> yes. And then I got really comfortable. So I feel like I was super comfortable with everything and I couldn't tell if I was still passionate and pursuing my life yeah. or if I was just like coasting. And I... I'm passionate and I always want to have something that I'm pushing towards. And I was there in this gray area of like, am I still passionate about coaching or is yeah. it just easy? Cause I've been doing it for over 10 years. Wow. Do I still want to live in LA or yeah. do I just live here? Cause I have a great house and I don't pay that much in rent and rent down the street is twice what I pay. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking that I, it was time for a change and I, started having like a, I call it my quiet time in the morning where I like wake up at four and I just sit and I meditate and I um, read, um, I have like a cup of tea and I have my candle. So I just have like a little me time um, in stillness and quietness. And usually I'll have a mantra for the day and I'll meditate and whatnot. And um, the thing I felt like that kept coming to me was patience which is not what I wanted to hear. Cause I was like, no, I, I am comfortable. Like, what do I do? What do I do? Where do I go? Do I move to, you know, Colorado? Do, do I continue fitness? Do I go to school? Do I, like, what what am I supposed to do? But I need to do something. Yeah. And I feel like I just kept hearing, um, have patience, like, don't rush it. Continue to be where you are and dig deeper into where you're at. In this sense of, like, you've seen so many people every day. What are you missing? Like what relationships could you dig deeper in? Like instead of floating, like figure out you're here. So be here. Don't already start thinking about what's next if you haven't figured out what you're here for. And so I feel like finally I was content for staying, but very open to moving. And I was like, I'm just going to open some doors. I really love the idea of Colorado. And so I had kind of put that out there. And then I was like, didn't want to date because I was so tired of Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just you just went you just went from from zero to a hundred. Um, so, from a little backstory, Amanda has uh, has been a coach at the same gym for. Let's see, you, you said you moved out when you were seventeen. You two thousand seven. I moved out here, so seventeen, and I'm about to be thirty years ago. Yeah. So 12 years ago. So, and you've been at, you were at the gym. So I started coaching, at CrossFit Hollywood. Um, but you were at this last place for how long? Uh, Seven? 2011? Eight? No, well, I have emails from 2010. Seven or eight. So, and yeah. you were going through some, trying to make some big decisions in your life. Yeah, just something. But I didn't know what, because I... Yeah, I'd been coaching there for 10 years. Yeah. And like, what am I doing? And that seemed a little bit comfort, comfortable. Oh, yeah. I had my routine. I had, like, yeah. everything was set up. I was, I, like, when you're in a position in Los Angeles and you're able to save money, like, that's called comfortable. Yeah. Me. Yeah, you're here. <laughs> you're surviving. I think exactly. that's, oh, my God, that's part of it. Yeah, I want to dial back just for a second because... You talked about moving out at 17. Mm -hmm. Let's let's talk about that moment in your life because, again, you're embarking on something that's major. Yeah. You have yet to bring up the fact that a, you're a recent fiancé. I'm engaged. She's engaged. Um, <laughs> which was part of kind of that, your story about leaving your, your last job here and, and starting this journey. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to talk about when you were 17. Mm. Now, also at that point in your life, Amanda, as a Texas girl, you grew yes, up sir. a little bit different and unique <sighs> than a lot of normal folk. So for the normal <laughs> folk, Amanda was homeschooled mm -hmm. and 
has a, a wonderful mother and a, and, a, and a big Texas family. Huge. And he, yes, it's amazing. <laughs> so can you relate just a little bit about how that helped your decision to move out? And Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, uh, I was... 17 and in texas and like still wasn't allowed to date because you're not allowed to date before you're 18 in texas um and i had loved acting and dancing and all that stuff and um my mom and dad had just gone through a divorce and i wanted to i did a competition technically in vegas and they were like if you want to pursue acting you need to move to la and my mom was like do you want to move to la and i was from texas so Acting is not a career in Texas. You have to <laughs> no. school. You have to go to school. Right. So I was planning on going to community college for two years. I had some scholarship money. And then going to like A&M for two years. And Texas. getting my, just a business degree. Because that's just what you do. And I was super, I, was just, I wasn't passionate about it. But it was just what you do. Yeah. And so I was just kind of trucking along. And then I did this competition. And then they were like, if you want to pursue acting, you have to move to L.A. And my mom was like, do you want to move to L.A.? And I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was- You had so- never visited? No. And you're my- So- <laughs> 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 you're like you're just like yeah yeah this is gonna happen wait yeah. a minute is that go off again yeah that light is not well, liking so you yeah, know? we're having some fun with the light bulbs today <laughs> so Amanda grew up homeschooled yes. in Texas yes by her wonderful mother super conservative th- like no dating no I mean no boys in general so you're damn near Amish that's uh, what so many people ask me. <laughs> five sisters two brothers I was the second youngest yeah. Um, and like, I laugh now because there are so many things when you grow up, you just think they're normal. Yeah. And then you talk to somebody else and you're like, oh, that's not normal. But like, we weren't allowed to listen to secular music, which is like anything other than Christian and country. I mean, that's how my family described it. And that's probably a Texas thing. So like growing up, I, I get like so many people are like, oh, you haven't seen this movie or you haven't heard this song before. And I'm like, oh, I wasn't allowed, I don't think. There's so many movies I missed out on and songs. So (laughs) relate, okay, so so you there's a, because that is sort of this, I don't know if it's a stigma or there's there's this idea and I can put myself into this bucket of, I have no idea what it will be like not to go to, school every day right and have that experience and so yeah um, i can honestly say you were the first person that i had met that had ever been homeschooled and i was like well this is a normal girl she's very outgoing involved in the community uh super positive oh, man, you met me so far after you're I like was homeschooled. Opt- optimist prime you're like oh man yeah i mean you're like the the literal version of an optimist or am i i mean i Come on, Amanda. There's probably not one person <laughs> at, that I know that wouldn't just look at if I said, did, did Amanda ever tell you that you could do it? Did, did she just ever tell you? Be like, you could do that. But You're I like, genuinely really? believe it. It's a bridge. I'm jumping off a bridge. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you, you, you do have that thing. And so yeah. I guess the question would be, um, <laughs> th- was there something about like you wanting to, was it a breakout or... Like, did you feel like it was a, was, was the, the breaking out of Texas and, cause I know what it's like to leave Oklahoma. Yeah. I know what it's like to kind of leave that home state, but you were also leaving a family, which was mm. your whole environment up until a certain amount of time. And then 17, you're like, I'm gonna go to Los Angeles. Yeah. I think I was uh, so confident that I loved acting. I loved working with kids. I had taught dance and stuff and I wanted to be a good influence. And so I actually, when I first moved out here, I really wanted to be on Disney Channel. I wanted oh to be God, on Disney Channel. I wanted to do like Christian movies. I was like, I was in a a beautiful, innocent, lovely bubble. And I was so passionate and a really hard worker. And I knew I would just do whatever it took. Like I would just work as hard as I could ever work to get where I needed to get and do what I needed to do. And I was in acting classes and I was uh, working overnight at Starbucks and then working the day at another company to get insurance and then going to class. 
like, and then going to dance classes on the side of that. I was back in Texas. No, here. Once oh, when I moved you first out got here. here. Okay. Yeah, I had. I would wake up at four a.m. I work from. No, I would work at four a.m. I'd work four to eight a.m. at Starbucks. I'd work nine to nine to f- uh, five at nine to f- nine to six at the Americana brand, and then from yeah. nine to five, and then have acting class from six to ten, and then get home and go to sleep for a few hours and do it all again, and then rehearse when I could. And I was just like, this is just what I had to do. And I was seventeen, and I was so determined and i did that until i you know couldn't (laughs) right but i did that for a really long time and i was just i loved it i loved every second of it and it was never like now if if i look back on it it feels so big but in the moment it didn't feel big it was just what i wanted to do and that outweighed any like bigness like when you're passionate about something you just go for it there's not at least for me there's not this like well, should I, shouldn't I? You're just driven by passion and you just make it happen. And I feel like acting was that for me in so many ways. And I was like, I'm just going to, like, I can't not do it. I, even when I was, you know, had my plan that I thought I had to do, yeah, which was, you know, going to school, I was like, I'll still be in plays on the side. Actually, I'll still... never, I've never even heard you say that before. Oh, yeah. I mean, I knew that you had had, the acting bug, so to speak, mm-hmm. when you were out here yeah. initially. And so I, I knew that there was that yeah. superhero vibe to you. <laughs> and you have your like spirit and personality about you. And you've definitely, like you said, back when you were in Texas, you were you were coaching mm-hmm. kids, right? Yeah, um, dance was teaching dance. dance. Well, you were coaching. Ta- preschool tap Teaching and ballet. dance is different than yep. coach. But I guess, you know, it's pretty, it's interesting to hear that you, your courage, I guess, from your work ethic and your experience of kind of going outside your comfort zone, even yeah. while you were there, led you to make this big decision to move out here, Yeah, which you transform a lot when you move out here, especially from so much. that upbringing. Absolutely. I can relate with you on that. I, you know, I, that's, that's something that, A, I can... I can relate with, but also I lose a little bit of track of sometimes where it's like, okay, I'm here. Yeah. Back to where your comment earlier about the the comfort zone. The word I've been using lately is um, feeling a little bit codependent, even mm. though it's not co versus versus one thing, but it's more of like uh, an environment um, bringing like into this a current situation versus a talking about the past is it's hard sometimes to look, not look around and be really comfortable with the life that you've built because you have put in some work over the past few years. Absolutely. And then it's like, hey, uh, you know, I deserve this little, this, whatever it is. I don't even know what it is, but you it's you get comfortable. And you, it, yeah. And so if you have a stillness and an awareness, I guess to the point you were making about your 4 a.m. tea time, and making that relevant to the decision you, you're kind of almost currently going through. Yeah. That's, you know, that's for, for anybody listening that, that, that struggles with making big, tough, major choices outside of your comfort zone. How do you, how do you find the courage? Like you said, their confidence is the word. Yeah. You. Well, I mean, I think that's the other issue is especially like being in LA, everything's go, go, go. And the people you interact with and technology and everything is instant. And I think that when I kept like, you know, the word just be patient kept coming with me. It was the last thing I wanted to do because I can work hard. Like if you give me a list of things to do, I'll check it off. I love being busy. And so it was almost uncomfortable for me to be still and be patient and to instead of looking forward to what's the what the future is reflect on why you're still here and what is what are the lessons that you still need to currently learn before moving forward and that i think i had this uh perception of that as just like being lazy or like not being clear enough on what your next step is when really for me i was always ready for the next step what i wasn't ready to do was listen and wait for the next step waiting was so much harder than doing for and me th- this is the same feeling 
or it's a different feeling, obviously, at this age than it was when you're back then, but a similar, you can recognize it now because you had it then as well? I think it was a little different because when I was 17, I don't remember being patient. I remember the option to move to LA was there and I was like packed up the next day, ready to go. And my my mom is the one, because I, I couldn't sign for anything because I was 17. Yeah. So my mom was like, give me three months. I will go out with you until you get you know, a job in a place. Yeah. And within like, a f- within six months, I had my own apartment. I had two different jobs. I was in acting school and dancing school full time. Bam. And my mom was like, cool. I'm, I'm going back to Texas. <laughs> um, my mom and my little brother actually. So without her, I never would have been able to do Mike? any of this. No, Josh, my oh, little okay. brother. All right. But Mike will be in town soon. Cool. Yeah. Well, you know, that this is a good time to take a segue because um, I would like to hear or talk about how it's different now because um, you just talked about your mom came out and then boom, you jumped right into a million things, which yes. is how we kind of met each other. Yeah. Was post the million things, probably <laughs> you were into a million and, a, and four. A million things. and four, yep. Um, and then we'll kind of talk about the dichotomy of, of those two places and yeah. go from there. And fix the damn light that keeps going off and on because this is awesome. It's like a strobe, strobe light. <laughs> uh, so this is Michael Flowers. I'm with my good friend Amanda Douglas in the Y Lab. We're going to take a break. Thank you. Hey, thanks for tuning in to Y Labs today with Amanda Douglas and I. We're having a super fun conversation and we're going to come right back. This is probably when I should. Take a moment to ask if you could please subscribe to the podcast and rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, anybody that does the rate and review stuff because it means a whole lot. It also is the engagement piece that allows me to be able to figure out what you guys like and don't like. So please take the time to go over and rate and review and subscribe. Appreciate it. Here comes a little next section with Amanda. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Y Lab. This is your host, Michael Flowers. Thanks for coming back. Sitting here with a good friend of mine, Amanda Douglas, and we were just discussing her, I guess, your environment you create when you are making big life changing moments. You started off the whole podcast about, like, ah, I'm about to go and move and left, blah, blah, and tea time. And then we ended talking about um, when you first moved to L.A. Yeah. when you were 17. So what does the, the almost 30-year-old self tell that 17-year-old self now in regards to moving to Texas to L.A. and now knowing what you have are doing to make yeah. this big decision what would you have told yourself younger when you made that decision to come out anything or nothing i i mean if i had to tell a 17 year old say, <laughs> just do it you're fine and <laughs> oh, you'll, you'll figure fine. it out like just do it you'll figure it out yeah but i think i think um if i had to plan my life i think i would have planned differently uh but I can't say that anymore because I am where I am and yeah. I love where I'm at. And it was not a straight path, but I think the only reason I am the person that I am is because it wasn't a straight path, if that yeah. makes sense. It's like I moved out here for acting and then I found out I don't want to act anymore. Like I love it, but I love fitness and that is where my passion and my heart is and that's okay. I think I was so afraid of like being seen as someone who gave up because so many people move out to LA to act and then they don't. And then they go back home wherever they came from or oh, wow, they yeah. do the this or they do the that or they last for three months and then it's like, and then they're miserable and then they're like, oh, I just, if I would have just stayed longer and I was just, I think I was afraid of quitting and really I found out quitting was the best thing. It's I can, I can scary. relate. It's scary. To that. That's interesting. You, you, I would use the word reinvent because I'm about to celebrate my second decade in Los Angeles. In January, I got two months. Technically, what is today? The fifth? Yeah. Something like that? Or the first week in November? I'll have my second decade 
in Los Angeles coming up. And it's prompted a lot of this weird personal journey. Yeah. I've been on. I was like, man, if I can take a year off, that will get me through that first of the new year, which is. Yeah. So I, I've been going through a lot of. Um, where, you know, every year, my mom, my mom tells everybody, she's like, oh, I had a five-year plan when you moved to L.A. Then it turned into a 10-year plan. I'm like, it doubled and doubled. Yeah, and absolutely. So it's tough. I've always struggled with what it would take to make that big decision. And so that's why I was asking, you know, like yeah. the 17-year-old self, you, you don't, pardon my French, you really don't give a fuck. No. Because it's... You're young and, and you can do whatever you really kind of want And if to. you fail and you're 17, it's not seen as failure. But if you're older... Who cares what it's seen like? Failure's great. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> like, but at the end of the day, if you go to LA and you're 17 and then you go back home, you're still at the beginning of your career well, there's and there's so much stigma. less. Yeah. There's the stigma, your friends, your family, and yeah. then your, your harshest judge, which is the, I left because I didn't right. make it. But it's okay. You fa and I think this would be the thing to to try to relate to anybody listening now is, you know, it doesn't really matter where you thought you were. Yeah. It's where you know you are. And you have to find the stillness and the, preserve that yeah. in a way that you can um, find the truth in making decisions. And, and this takes me back to just the soul sitting down because um, – I, you know, to hear you even start the the podcast off talking about tea time and 4 a.m., that wasn't what I thought we were going to jump into, but I was just sitting there. I was like, wow, she just, she, this is where she's at. This is how she's making her choices. And I find myself sometimes not sleeping well because I'm yeah. going through some transitions and I'll wake up at 4.30 or 5 and wonder what to do. Yeah. So I was glad you said that. But I was like, well, you know, I've been making coffee and going back and getting an edit in. <laughs> <laughs> so true. I used to think my Nana was crazy. My grandma used to always email me at like 4 a.m. And I used to be like, what is this crazy lady doing up? up? And now I'm like, I'm that crazy lady. <laughs> uh, we're getting older. I, you, you learn to appreciate the sun. And yeah. if you do get up a little before it, that sunrise is pretty amazing. Um I wanted to I I wanted to touch base about homeschooling because I looked up a couple of things that I, that I thought were interesting when I <laughs> I'm so excited I love the giggle just came out well I tried to think I was like oh man it's a town I have to come over I was telling Derek uh, I was like whatever it takes I was like I'm just gonna go to to CrossFit whatever she's coaching and just I'm, I'll find, I'll talk to her about it and then luckily you're like oh yeah let's do it so I was happy you came over and I and I said well you know this is a Y Lab. Uh, I really want to, she's about to make some big decisions. Yeah. It seems like we've gone through some similar stuff. Yeah. It's going to come out. So I'm glad it just came out now. But also I wanted to talk about how you grew up and yeah. you brought it up earlier. So I'm glad I had this teed up <gasps> because I wanted to talk about, because I wrote down like words that I thought associated with Amanda. And I originally I wrote actress and with a question mark. I yeah. literally, it was the first part, was the That's first so one. Funny. It was like actress question mark. Yeah. Coach, CrossFit Games, volunteer, kids, elephants, yep. pack, optimist, <laughs> homeschool. And that was yeah. the thing. And I was like, oh yeah, homeschool. I was like, That's interesting. Oh. What is so <laughs> the thing that I admire about you and your personality is I said earlier optimist, but I think more than anything is people gravitate towards your positivity and the fact that you give positivity. Coaches sometimes fall in the trap of trying to tell people what they do mm -hmm. and how it look, how they do it and what they see. And as I, you hear the word I and me a lot. And even today, I just loved being around somebody that coaches with the word you and we. Mm. And you do that. I don't know if you innately do it or if it's something that you've worked on. It's mm. very nice. And so I, I I was sitting down. I was like, well, okay, courage. I, I, what were the, the, the two words I wrote? I was like, it was courage, positivity, giver, and authentic. And so when you look at somebody like standing in a room of other humans you're like, well, I need something from this person. How am mm. I going to get it? You have an ability to take command, not in a way that's type A, like I need it, but more in a way is like, I just want a few minutes because I want to share something with you mm. and I'll notice this. And it's very unique. And so I wanted to take those attributes and you even talked about your movie. Set. So if you allow me to read this, this was pretty funny. Um, I don't even know if it's funny. <laughs> it was talk. I Wikipedia this. I do the Google search. I'm so excited. I love it. Uh, so homeschooled Wikipedia. But I went to socialization and 
one of the things it said was homeschool graduates are active involved in their community. 71% participate in ongoing community service activity like coaching a sports team, volunteering at a school, or working with a church or neighborhood association compared with 37% of U.S. adults of similar ages from traditional education background. That's 71% compared to 37. Homeschool graduates are more involved in civic affairs and vote in a much higher percentage than their peers. 76% of those surveyed between the ages of 18 and 24 voted within the last five years compared to only 29% of the corresponding U.S. populace. The numbers are even greater in older age groups with voting levels not falling below 95% compared with a high of 53% for corresponding U.S. populace. Last point, 58.9% report that they are very happy with life compared with 27.6% for the general U.S. population. 73% find life exciting compared with 47% of the U.S. population. I wonder if that's like genuine or we're just all brainwashed. This is... (laughs) This is not old data. I mean, this is a National Home and Education Research Institute. It was conducted of 7,300 U.S. adults wow. who had been homeschooled um, 5,000 or more for seven years. That's so great. So this has got some – I mean, it's interesting, you know, you know, when you start taking a look at who you surround your, yourself with and, mm-hmm. and why they're important, what kind of value you bring to other people. Yeah. And one of the things that when you vacate a space – you tend to have fear, or when someone vacates a space, the feelings you have about them surface abundantly. Mm. And there are a lot of us that recently went through an abundance of surfacing emotions about the vacated space that Ms. Douglas, y'all. I'm so sorry. <laughs> has left. Mm. And so I, it, I'm very happy that you came, are here. Yeah. And that we have this moment because you're about to embark on something that is just so. Let's break the facts down because you're about to jump in, and I already did my little homeschooling talk. <laughs> Amanda just got engaged. Yes. How long ago? Th- three months ago. Three months. Josh, what's up? <laughs> um, they just went on a fucking engagement celebration tour. <laughs> like what, what do you want to call it? Uh, they went on an engagement celebration um, trip yeah. around multiple parts of Europe and, the, and right. parts of the world mm-hmm. and have come back to the city where they met mm-hmm. and are about to embark on another journey that's a little bit longer than a few months. Yeah. A life move that's going to start with a foundation in Oregon. Eugene, Oregon. And so all those things that I just said are the facts. Those are like the logistics. Yeah. But this almost 30-year-old Amanda is not 17 anymore. She's making choices differently. Yeah. And how, how, like, is it just tea time? <laughs> like, how, I know, right? Is it um, really just tea time? What, uh, I because think, th- I love that. Honestly, tea time. I call, it, I call it my quiet time. And like Josh knows, like if I'm having yeah. quiet time, he like gives me the space, which is good. And he does his own stuff. But there is something beautiful that as I've gotten older, I realize I, the universe is what I believe uh, to be on your side. And if you are truly passionate or desire something and you're open and honest with yourself and honest with the people around you, like... There's something out there that's been really helpful in guiding. And I think before I was like, I will make it. I will make this happen. I will fight tooth and nail. I will go, go, go. Like grab the bull by the horns, which is like a saying that's popular, but also really crazy. I would never grab a bull by the horns. And now I'm very much like, I felt like I was supposed to leave but I hadn't for sure decided yet. And then my landlord came, knocked on my door oh. and said, I'm kicking you out. And I was like, okay. So instead of being like, oh, woe is me. I'm getting kicked out of my place. I'm like, I was thinking about leaving anyway. What a beautiful opportunity. Now I know when I'm leaving. And it's in that's a, three months. <laughs> that's a really important point for anybody that's listening. We breeze over a lot of these facts that we've discussed. Yeah. We know each other really well and we talk. This is a really casual conversation. That, but... Amanda was faced with a 
financial woe. Yeah. Her landlord came to her and said, look, you're leaving. My family member's moving in. You have X, Y, Z months to get out Mm -hmm. or deal with it. And so any normal human has their normal reaction for themselves. Yeah. At that point in your life, you had been teetering, tottering. Is that fair to teeter tottering? I had the idea of traveling for a short amount of time. I had, I did not plan on selling everything I owned. Colorado. Yeah. This is how it all started. I had felt like it was time to leave. And then by that time, by the time he kicked us out, I was with Josh. So I didn't want to leave. I was like, oh, I found my person. (laughs) I was like, I found my person. I don't want to leave. And I want to travel. But am I ready to sell everything that I own and just survive by whatever I can fit in a backpack for the next six months? I wasn't really planning on that. Um, But it just fell into place and I think there was such a the things I thought I would freak out about I had such a piece about like getting rid of things it's scary I cried at your garage sale I know I think, <laughs> I I like, think Sam came I over go, and she was man. like I can't, I can't do, do this, this. Yeah, I was like I gotta go <laughs> and I know and I part of me was like am I just like I'm just really insensitive like I'm just getting rid of all of these things that people have gifted me and this and that but it was like there's an art to letting go. There is. There's an art to it. And you have an ability to latch on. And now I'm going to say it, let go because it was, it was, it wasn't abrupt. It was like, you were so confident. And when you said it, you're like, oh yeah, I'm moving. It's like, I remember like coming out of class one day and you gave me the skateboard oh, yeah. and I was like, you're doing what? Yeah. And I, I think, get the skateboard because yeah. <laughs> of it. Like I'm, I'm happy because mine was broken. Yeah. I'm like, this is... I think that was the easiest part about when I was giving everything away. It it felt like it all had another home to go to. Oh man! And so like I remember, I had two stuffed animals that I had bought. One I had like saved up all my money. They were elephants, of course. When I was like eight years old. And I remember these two elephants and I was like, oh my gosh, I've had these since I was like eight. And I saved like all of my allowances and lawn mowing money to buy these elephants. And I was like, am I heartless for giving these away? And I was like, wait, I know two babies who were just born, you know, within a recent amount of time. And like one of them I gave to Maddie Curley and I put a bow on her and I was like, listen, I bought this when I was eight years old and like I loved it and it was like I remember like when my parents split, like I cried tears into the elephant. Like the elephant yeah. is like so much to me. And I mean, it's in my, it was in my closet. Like it wasn't, it wasn't giving me what it had given me. It's very Marie Kondo of me. Yeah. And so I was like, wait, instead of just like dumping it, I think somebody else deserves to have it. And like, I took it to Maddie and she was like, oh my gosh, this is so thoughtful and so sweet and what a beautiful like gift. And so it was like, I got to give things away. I remember there was a necklace and this old lady came to my yard sale and she couldn't afford it. And I was yeah. like, it's yours. I saw you do that when I stopped by. And it maybe that's part of the process of letting go and making tough decisions and embarking on something new is, is, is being able to just do it. Yeah. It, maybe the, you just knew it. Maybe it was the landlord's tipping point. <laughs> right. Maybe that was the, the hay, the bro. But something in you knew, yeah. you had the awareness to know. And the almost 30-something-year-old self here now you know, was able to, to have that awareness. I, I find it amazingly courageous. And when I saw you just letting it all go and yeah. how in love you were with, what's up, Josh? <laughs> um, and the, the, the things that you all were going to do, you know, you kind of have to do something crazy to yeah. leave LA because yeah. it seems crazy to leave LA. So you, you're like, hey, I've been here X number of years. I'm closing, I mean, a decade? Yeah. Decade. And More than that. The decisions I made to move oh, here and that person I'm different than I am now. I've reinvented myself. Yeah. I've gotten through the terror of doing that. Yeah. You've had trauma along the way. Let's not even talk about being hit by a truck. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that changes your life perspective a little bit. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even talk about the truck. So it's 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 really cool to sit here with you today and, and kind of hear this person, which is more yeah. of a grown up, acknowledge that, you know, 
nothing gets easy, but there it does take probably some hard work to be able to let go and have yeah. the confidence. And wherever you find it, I don't know. You're a pretty special person and unique, and you've got a unique background. And and my, you know, we're gonna deal with that. But um, it, it's cool to hear you just to be so at calm and at ease with it. And thank you. I think we'll take just one little short mini break. Okay. Because anybody that just heard my camera flip off, <laughs> and then we'll come back and we'll do the final four, okay. which is just the final four questions. And uh, it's kind of a little rapid fire. It's nothing crazy. Okay. But we'll do a little final four and then we'll get out of here. Okay. That cool? sounds great. Thanks. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Wildlab with Amanda. We had a ton of fun, and we're going to finish up with the final four right now. If you want to check out her Instagram, it's DJ Dougie Doug, and she is uh, always posting kind of her travels and where her and her new fiance. Now, the time that I'm actually saying this, husband are traveling. They just landed in Portland, and she's a very special human. We wish her the best of luck. Keep up with her travels. DJ Dougie Doug. Thank you all again for tuning in to Y Lab. Final four. Here we go. Okay, guys, welcome back. This is Michael Flowers. I'm here with Amanda Douglas. That's me. We're in the Y Lab. We're going to do the final four. Okay. Um, thanks for being here and Thank being you. over to talk about all your crazy decisions. Thank you for having me. Your life is all over the place. It is. Uh, so, <laughs> this is the end of the podcast where. I like to throw uh, what I call the final four, one sentence or less, if okay. possible. But these are questions, you know, that uh, that I think would be fun to hear what your answers would be. Okay. And so this this question number one. Okay. When you have your first child. Yes. <laughs> who? And I'm going to go the whole family. You neither you or Josh gets to do it. It's someone in your family. Okay. Who gets to name your first child? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh crap. Uh I guess I would go with my little brother Josh because I feel like he would listen to my opinion. Oh that's <laughs> I can't you just asked me to choose a family. All my sisters are like calling me right now. <laughs> yep. No, I'll go with my older brother Mike. I like Mike. You know, I have a... That'll be a weird name. <laughs> It'll be something he discovered on his journey. Yeah, some type um, of alcohol. <laughs> Hiking. Um, today, mm -hmm. if you had to write the title or sentence of your tombstone, Ooh. what would it be? She just loved real hard. It's like a little bit of Nike, but then also like love. <laughs> I like these are the just in there. Yeah. She just loves. Just because it's like, I think love is so overused. And when you say just love, like it simplifies it like to its like purest thing. For me, just love is like so much more beautiful than love sounds so preachy. For me, it's like, it's easy. Just love. She just loved real hard. That's what I want to do. Just love. It's an preachy. Or it's like a command, like sometimes yeah. they're like, hey, you have to- Love. Uh, I'm like, love. oh, well, now I don't want to. <laughs> just love. She just loved hard. Did you say hard? She just loved real hard. Real hard. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that goes the, in so many different that's ways. That's Texas trail. <laughs> I love that. She mm -hmm. just loved Yeah, I feel hard. like now I'll maybe like write a better one, but you know, if I had to decide today, that's what I would go Oh my God, with. that's great. Um uh, I the kids one was the one I wanted to get to. Those were just, just was amazing. Um, okay, this is this is question number three, Amanda. If tonight was the last night for you on Earth, okay, and everybody was already gone. Oh, so it's just me. And yeah, everybody's. This is everybody's last night on Earth. Oh, everyone's like, last it's, night. It's they. It's that's it, and you have to spend it alone in your mm -hmm. room or. Okay. By yourself. Okay, that's so fine. Your, your last night. Yes. You have one movie, one meal, and one song. Okay. Sarah Bareilles is my song. Um, 
Sarah Bareilles. Sarah Bareilles is the artist. I'm trying to think of the name of the song. I was about to say, it's okay. You can come back to that. Okay. Movie would be probably The Mask. And I've even seen it recently, but I just really love it. Wow. Share. And then food. I'm going to, this is a big one. Um, I'm going to go with pasta and chocolate chip cookie. (laughs) (laughs) I like how you you comboed it. Pasta with chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. If that's like not an option, just chocolate chip cookies. It's your last meal. Okay, cool. Technically, you know, these questions I've just started to do. So nobody's ever challenged that it could be a multi-course meal like you you just threw entree and, and dessert in there yeah but like you know you it's my last meal too. i don't i don't love being like super full like that's uncomfortable and i've already asked for pasta and cookies like i don't need more than that all right well, <laughs> well let's let's do question number four okay. um pick one okay hot or cold hot that was very definitive like well, I, I don't know you said to pick one <laughs> Hot I, did, just I didn't want to do a, a setup, so I just wanted to see it so hot. I was thinking vacation first, and okay. I love beaches. Well, and then, then yeah, I thought coffee. Expand. Hot. What's what? What first came to your mind with hot and cold? When hot, when you said hot and cold, yeah. Okay, so two things. First is, would you rather die by freezing or by fire? <laughs> That's kind of where I was coming. From. <laughs> okay, so that would be hot. Really. Yeah, I don't want to freeze to death. That sounds miserable and like longer. Whereas like fire, it's like you burn all your nerves off real quick and okay, then you're fire. just like chilling okay, fire. in fire. And I bet it's really magical. Oh Whereas God. like when you're cold, like what's magical? You're just frozen. That sounds miserable. Um, <laughs> but yeah, to be in fire would be cool. Uh, I mean, not great. Don't try it. But uh, okay. And then vacation was my second one. And if I'm going to do a vacation, I want yeah. beach. I want sun. I like cold vacations, but not as much. Yeah. So I went death and then vacation. So maybe death both. And, va- <laughs> and then so coffee was my life third. And a good, a good party for a few days. And then yeah. coffee. And I was like, hot coffee. Coffee. See, I like hot coffee better than chilled coffee. So. Yeah. Well, that's good. I like the expansion. Thanks for Because you went so quick. I was like, I didn't even... I, I was like, wow, I didn't even really get a chance to think about what I said. I was right there. I was, like, I was, I was like, she was thinking. I was ready to answer, like, right word vomit with whatever I could. <laughs> so I was ready to have a really weird answer. But you gave well, me multiple choice, which is You helpful. are, I would say, burning pretty hot. Right <laughs> you are, I, as you said, when you walked in, I caught you in a good day, in a good time. Yeah. You were here in L.A. Um, you were able to come by the lab today and i'm super grateful that i've gotten to see you the last couple of days and yeah. what's up josh you guys <laughs> getting to go do your adventure although i think that's off at this point um yeah. <laughs> that you're about to go on your adventure and you came by and i think today it was what i found most valuable was i think just your spirit about how you go through this embarkment and also the thing that I discovered more about today was why you moved here. But then the letting go stuff, like, wow, you're really good at letting go. You're really good at that. And I didn't know. And that's really hard. Yeah. I think you just like, I you fake it till you make it. So you just start doing it. And then all of a sudden you have this piece about doing it and then you're yeah. good at doing it. I'm also really good at verbal affirmation to myself. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Tea time. <laughs> have you ever seen that like YouTube video of the little girl? And she's like, you're pretty. You're going to have a oh, good the dad. day. And you're going to do this. And you're going to oh, do that. She's like flaunting in the mirror. And she's like, That's four. Great. That's my head. I love it. Which is helpful. <laughs> well, I hope I hope somebody resonated with your um, with your content today. It was just great to be able to hang out with you. This is so and, much fun. Um, I can't imagine what, what the next few weeks are like for you getting ready to go to do it. And, yeah, I got to find a home and a job. Wow. <laughs> So nothing major. Just just that. Yeah. Well, you're in great spirits. So Thank you. That Thank gets you through the days. And I love yeah. you dearly. I'm glad you're here. I love you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I'm just so grateful to be a part of your <laughs> awesome journey. Well, that that I do appreciate. So uh, we'll end that. We'll end with that, I guess, <laughs> today. And yeah, that's why I laugh with Amanda Douglas. Embarking on new journeys. <laughs> <laughs>